0: Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, mentoring in its own fashion can take on many different forms. For some, it means coaching. For others, it's someone who can point them in the right direction and nothing more. For others, it involves hands-on instruction. And for others, simply assigning tasks that each person has to complete in order to achieve their desired results. For Christians, it can also involve learning how to walk closer to God, how to fulfill our life's calling, how to help others. It definitely involves to know what God's plan is for our lives. Amen. Joining us today is Nancy Lindgren. She's a national speaker and author. She's the founder and CEO of More Mentoring, whose mission is to inspire women to love and encourage others through prayer-focused mentoring. Nancy has authored and co-authored a series of seven books called Together, A Mentoring Guide for Mentors and Mentees. She's also created a process for churches wanting to start a mentoring ministry and a course for training mentors. Nancy has over 35 years of experience in mentoring, and she loves coaching and consulting with those who desire to grow in their mentoring relationships. She's also the author of her latest book, mentoring made real the power of authentic connection and this is our latest book and the one which we'll share a little bit from today amen help me welcome to the program nancy Lindgren. nancy i want to thank you for taking the time to come on the program today and, and join us and, and talk about this great book and what you're doing to help the body of christ i appreciate it thank you oh,
2: thank you so much bob i'm so honored to be here today
1: Now, the first question I always start with is this, other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Nancy Lindgren?
2: (laughs) That's a good question. I would say I'm a simple, ordinary woman who loves, serves, and believes in an extraordinary God.
1: Amen. Amen. Now, I read that you live in a town that is the closest to heaven you can get in the United (laughs) States. Is that right? right.
2: Yes. Little Alma, Colorado. We're up here at 10,200 feet.
1: Is that right? Wow. I bet the views are tremendous though, right? They
2: are. Looking out my (laughs) window right here. Yes.
1: Amen. Praise God. I I was, prior career, uh, prior to all this, uh, I was in a career where we held uh, annual, uh, what's the word, conventions, conferences, and we'd go to Steamboat Springs. Sure. I loved it. We were always there in the summertime. Never. I'm not as perfect. I I would, I would roll down the Hill and make a giant snowball, but uh, but no, we go in the summer and, and, Oh, we just loved it up there. Yeah, it's I beautiful. Trying to talk my wife into moving to Colorado. Yeah. Said, no, <laughs> Come <no."> on out. <laughs> She's a city girl. She knows. Yeah. I, I could vis- envision myself as the, the modern version of Green Acres. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that what we'd we'll be doing. That's anyway. great. So, how did you get started in Christian mentoring?
2: Mm, that's a great question. You know, I feel like God has planted this in my heart for years and years and years. And I, I actually think it started back when I was even in high school. I remember I was a senior in high school, and I had a really good friend who was a sophomore, and her mom passed away that year. And I just came alongside her and sat with her. Of course, I'd never walked this journey before. I didn't know what to say. You know, I was just a 18 year old, you know, and just didn't know a lot. But I sat with her in her pain and let her process. And she called me her mentor years later. She didn't at the time because that was so many years ago. You know, we didn't even use that word. But she calls me her mentor and I realized that's kind of what a mentor is. You really show up, you're there, you're available, you're present, you step in with them where they're hurting, where they're rejoicing and, and you're, you walk alongside them and you point them to Jesus. So that it started many years ago. And then through all these years, I've just watched God transform my heart and truly transform other people's hearts as well. And that's just brought me great joy.
1: Amen. Amen. And, and for your mentoring business now, you chose the name of the Lord, gave you the name More Mentoring. Right. What does more stand for?
2: Yes. Well, I was sitting back on February 1st, 2014 with my Bible open to Ephesians 3.20. And this was the day that God truly called me to start this ministry. It's like the presence of Jesus showed up so tangibly yeah. on that day. And I was reading that verse, Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever, amen. Amen. And so I was just dwelling on that verse and that word more just jumped out at me. And it was like the Lord was just flashing those lights saying, look at that word. And, And I desire people to experience more of Jesus. Yeah. More of his abundant life, more of his freedom and joy, and oh, just God. more of him, you know? And so I, I was asking him, okay, what, is, what does more stand for then? If we want to look at that word, and he just gave me the, these words mentoring by one on one, by relating authentically through encouragement and prayer. And so that E is encouragement and prayer it goes side by side and prayer is the foundation of this ministry. And we can't do anything without going to God and asking him his perspective on it.
1: That's awesome. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know how impactful it is when the Lord speaks to you. Like, yes. I <laughs> to share my story yes. in the beginning. But amen. Amen. <laughs> now you have various mentoring programs depending on you know where a person is being led by the Lord. Share with us a little bit but what someone, perhaps someone who's being led to start their own mentoring program, right. how you can help them in that area, maybe helping them to avoid the pitfalls you had to experience in right. starting out, you know what what do you have for someone like that?
2: Yeah, you know, that's really my heart is to help other people. It's like, if I can do this, you can do this too. And so we try to keep it so simple and yet so powerful. And so we have tools, we have training, and we have a community. And our tools are really mentoring guides. I have one sitting right here. It's a mentoring guide that actually you can sit down with a mentee one-on-one, and we give you some questions to go through and talk through those conversation starters that just kind of help it go from being really awkward to really natural. You know, we can just do this naturally. And then just some ways to encourage that person. And then also just some prayer prompts of how, how do we pray together? A lot of people aren't even comfortable praying together. So we always start with praise. We look at an attribute of God. So we're getting to know God, the greatest mentor we could ever have. And then we go through confession and thanksgiving. And then we ask God for specific things that he's put on our heart and we use scripture. So it's very much scripture based. And we put our name right in a verse and we go to God's word and we use it with power and pray for each other. And so it's this beautiful United prayer mentoring truly is what it is. And so We wrote those guides truly just to give to a mentor and a mentee to say, this is not that hard. We can do this. We can go through a little book together. There's no homework. There's no, you know, it's just a a guide to help you get started because the hardest thing we've heard is just taking that step and getting started. And then for a church or someone who's out there mobilizing mentors, we give a whole direction yeah. of how to do this, a whole process of, from beginning to end of like 30 tools to put in their hands from applications to evaluations to, you know, different um ways to help the process go smoothly. And what are the obstacles and how can we overcome the obstacles? So we have video trainings, we call them online courses. And so you can go through those. And we just we're going to put in your hand everything you need. So you don't have to spend hundreds of hours like I did, as I wrote that, you know, we really want to save your time as well.
1: Hey, man, that is awesome. So you got the whole package from, you know, you think this is what you want to do, we can talk about it all the way up to helping them implement
2: Right. Absolutely. Yep.
1: One thing you mentioned there that I want to bring back and emphasize is how you put your own name in scriptures. Yeah. And that is so awesome. I learned to do that many, 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 many decades ago. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and just today I was reading Psalms 103 and my Bible looks like, you know, a a college notebook. I mean, it's it's so much highlight in here. Some people ask me, so is the, Words not highlighted, is that the ones that are important or what? You know, <laughs> everything, everything in here is important, but I no, hear I'll, you. I'll just read the first couple of verses, you know, bless the Lord, oh my soul, all is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all of Bob's iniquities, who heals all of Bob diseases. And, and that's how I got this these scriptures. You know, that's not the only one, of course, but yeah, yeah. it's so important to put your own name in these yeah. verses that I just agree. speak to your heart. Yeah. Because that one, it personalizes it, but two, it just reinforces it in your own consciousness. Yeah. you know, that, that this is what he has done for me.
2: That's right. Yep. That His word great. goes out and accomplishes what it was sent to do and it exactly. doesn't return empty doesn't and void. It. And we have to use it with power, you know, yeah. with Amen. authority.
1: Amen. So when you said that, that just sparked that memory. That is, I love God. it. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. Amen. So, Let's say someone's heard the call of God to become a mentor, but they feel unqualified to be effective in it. How are you able to help them in that area?
2: Yeah. Well, it's the number one thing we hear, actually unqualified. Yeah. Yeah. And really, underneath the unqualified, it's the unworthy. And they don't feel like they have enough wisdom. They have, they've. There's so many problems in their own life that what would they have to share, you know? But I just say, especially as I'm working with women, they want to hear that. Auth- authenticity. They want to hear the real things. They want to hear the hard things you've been through and they want to hear how God has been faithful to you. And really it's not so much about me as a mentor. It really isn't. I'm pointing others to Jesus. And so I'm focused more on him than on myself. And that takes all the pressure off of a mentor to have all the answers, have all the advice, you know, know where every Bible verse is. And, you know, I just think there's a lot of pressure on mentors. You know, we see that word in Titus too, about especially women are to train the younger women, teach and train. I think those words can be pretty big words in someone's mind where it's like, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a trainer. I don't know what to say. But I just, I I think we can switch that into saying teaching and training can be modeling and showing. So many women have said that prayer time together has changed their lives. Amen. And I just think, you know, it's changed my life too, you know? And so it's God's doing that in us. And it's not Nancy sitting here telling you all the things you need to do. And then I've changed your life. No, we're going to God together and he changes both of our lives. And that's where there's just freedom and joy and a lightness to it that I think most of us don't think about when we hear that word mentor.
1: Amen. When you first, uh, we called into this mentorship program to, to help people like that. Yeah. You mentioned a moment ago about how some people feel unworthy.
2: Yeah.
1: was Did that happen to you as well?
2: Well, you know, when God called me to start that on that February 1st couch moment. I just said, Lord, I don't know who to take this to. I don't know what to do. And he just said, trust me and follow me. And I did. And And that first year he put 13 young moms in my wow. life. That Praise I began God. just walking alongside and showing up. We'd sit mm-hmm. at the kitchen table. We'd go to the park. You know, it was so simple. And and I just, I said, okay, here I am. And I'm going to do this. And so really all those feelings of fear and insecurity and unworthiness, they really washed away because I began Amen. to see it. I just, I just show up and God does yeah, so man. much more with my availability.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah, I remember when I got called into the ministry, I'm arguing with God. I argued with him for four months, Lord obviously you don't know what I was like before I got born again. You know? <laughs> God, you know, you, you could pick somebody better than me. I'm so unqualified. I'm not worthy. You know, and he said, I use the unqualified.
2: Um, and the unworthy. Yeah. Yes. He equips those who are unqualified. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: So I finally said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and I had been talking to my pastor for those four months and his all, his response was, you know, I think God's calling me. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't talk to me about it. He wouldn't, you know, I figured he'd pray with me and give me books to study and all. He said, let me know when you know. Uh-huh. And so when I finally said, I said, I told God yes. He goes, really? Okay. Friday we're having a conference. There's like 15 churches coming together. And they'd give like 20 minute, three 20-minute sermonettes, you know, different pastors. He said, We're hosting it. You're going to deliver our church's sermonette. What
2: I love
1: it. So if you're called, it'll. Yep, I know. Well, I have prayed. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. I was was just gonna say. Go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say the uh my first sermon was on Peter walking on the water, and there was a series of seven steps from the platform going down, and I'm up there delivering the message, and I said when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, he started going down. I started going down those steps and tripped. And went all the way to the bottom oh, and jumped oh. up and said, that's what happens when you take your eyes off Jesus. The whole place <laughs> just erupted, right? That was perfect. <laughs> and the 86 the year old guy that was running a conference, he pulled me aside later. and said, That was the best sermon on that subject I'd ever seen. Says that was great, you know.
2: Because you lived it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and that kind of cemented the fact, like, okay, God, I'm here. Yeah,
2: I love. Now go it. ahead
1: with yours. What were you going to? Well, say? I was
2: just going to say my prayer for all these years is that I would be faithful and that I would be fearless. And so God has put me in so many situations where I've had to live that out. Just be faithful to Him, keep my eyes on Him, but be fearless and trust Him and let Him work through me. And it's really an adventure and a lot of fun when we do it oh, that yeah. way.
1: Yeah, it is. It is because you you get put in these situations, like Lord, I'm not sure what to do here. this is way beyond me (laughs) yeah exactly and his guidance says i got this
2: yep i got
1: this you're just making yourself available amen that's right praise (laughs) god amen so you help churches we went over this a little bit uh to help begin their own mentorship training programs and can you share a little bit about that for our listeners
2: Yeah. Well, it's so interesting. I think a lot of churches today, even that word program, they're kind of turned off by the word program. And so (laughs) they have so many programs out there right now. And so we really want this to become, you know, we give a little bit of structure and a little bit of the how to's of how to do this, but we want it to become the culture of your church and really organization or school or, or anything who wants, you know, people finding each other, connecting with each other. We want these relationships forming And we want it to be natural. And so many people do want that organic mentoring, you know, and I, I have worked with so many churches. And when I walk into a church and get to know the people, I typically see about 10% of the people doing this organically and naturally, and they do it really well. And I'm like, I'm cheering you on. You go do it. That's great. But there's this 90% out there that they don't even see themselves as mentors. They don't know what to do. They're uncertain. We want to help that 90% say, Okay. We'll help you even find someone. We'll help put you with another person. We'll we'll put tools in your hands that you can use to try this and get started and make it really simple, but with just a little bit of structure so that they know where they're going. They they really do like the structure. We've heard that. They want it. You know, even in the prayer time, it's like, if you're really uncomfortable in praying, just that little bit of structure of those four principles of prayer, it just helps and it flows and it just equips you to do what you're called to do.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah. And and they have the ability to adapt to their own situation in the church as well, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Every church looks different. Every relationship looks different. You know, we're not saying it has to be exactly like this and fit in a box, but we want you to get started. And so we're going to help you get started. And then you take it from there.
1: Amen. Amen. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about your latest book, Mentoring Made Real, The Power of Authentic Connection. Why did you feel the time was now? to write and publish this book?
2: I felt such an urgency. And that's why I even self-published it. I thought this has to get out there. And I just felt like this message is so needed today. We need each other. There is such an epidemic of loneliness right now that people are really struggling and mental health issues and all of that. I just think mentoring can be an answer an answer to what we're going through in the world today. And it is so needed and it is not that hard. And we have to step into these relationships. So even in this book, I just share stories of what God has done and different people that I've walked alongside. And I just think it's going to be really encouraging and inspiring to some that read it, that say, you know what, I really do need this in my life. And I want this for others around me. We need each other. We were made for this. We were not made to be alone. And I think COVID, you know, really did show us that you know it was a hard season for a lot of us and oh, yeah. coming out of that we we just realized we need these kind of relationships where we are real with each other
1: yeah i i noticed the other day and it just caught my attention that even now a couple of years after everything was lifted you stand in line at the grocery store so everyone's still maintained it might not be six feet but there's still at least there's four distance. or five feet between yeah you know, i know it used to be you know you're you know 18 inches, 24 inches away, but people are maintaining that distance because it had been programmed into them.
2: I agree. I agree.
1: uh, That loneliness. Yeah. There's so many people that I've talked to that, you know, that COVID thing just really wreaked havoc yeah. On, on their psyche, their lives. I think so too. You know,
2: yeah, yep. Became, and you know, social media too today. I mean, I think it's just destroying so many of the, our younger generation. And, yeah. and it was so interesting as I was writing this book, um, I stepped into a new mentoring relationship with a younger woman and I was just asking her, what are your expectations for this relationship? You know, I like to just ask that, what are you thinking? You know, and her words that came out of her mouth were, I just want real, you know, she didn't want some, Formula. She didn't want to go through a Bible study. She didn't want to go through a book. She just wanted a real relationship with another woman who was further down the road Amen. than she was. And that just confirmed in my heart the title of that book that God gave me years ago. Um, But it just confirmed it. I just think today we just want real. We don't want a, a real on social media or a story on Instagram that's showing this perfect life. They want real. What are you walking through? You know, let's talk about this and be honest with each other.
1: Amen. Amen. That's good. Yeah. Praise God. One of the things you also talk about in your book is the four pillars of mentoring. Can you explain those four pillars for us? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I call them these four simple yet powerful pillars of mentoring. And it's love, listen, encourage, and pray. And so it always starts with love. Like we have to lean in and care about another person and show empathy and concern and be interested in their life. And I think love is just a way that they're going to feel seen, heard, and known. And it's just that first step. You know, Jesus loves so well. We want to love so well. We want to have compassion on another person and really care about them. And they're going to feel that from us if we do care. And so I think that's really important. And then that listen word, wow, I think that's the key <laughs> to a great mentoring relationship. Amen. You know, so many of us mentors feel like we have to do all the talking and we have to share all of our insights. And I just believe that it's more listening than it is talking. And we, we lean in, we listen to their heart, let them process. You know, I had a woman years ago that we weren't even in a mentoring relationship, but I invited her over to my house one day and I just wanted to get to know her. So I asked her one question and she talked for a whole hour. I listened for a whole hour straight. And at the end of it, she said, thank you for all the advice you gave me. (laughs) I kind of laughed and I said, you're welcome. You know, it's like, I didn't say a word. But I think that was that aha moment for me. Like, that's what she needed. She needed to be heard. She needed to talk about her issues and really be listened to. And then she felt like she received advice, like she processed it all out loud with me. And then she got what she needed, you know, and I didn't have to say a thing. And so that was just an eye opener that they really do need to be able to be heard. That's an important step. And so, and the Bible talks about that too, you know, be quick to listen and slow to speak. And so I think mentoring, that's a really key point. Um, And then encourage, you know, so many of us need encouragement today. We may not say those words, we may not admit it, but to have someone put courage inside of us, and that's really what the word encourage means, encourage, we put courage within another person. And that's just by giving them hope and, you know, sharing uh, our story, sharing what God's done in our heart. Maybe it's sharing a verse. Maybe it's sharing how God's working in my life or or just seeing something in them that we call out and we speak truth over them. Uh, sometimes it's even speaking hard things and kind of that exhortation of, you know what, I see this in your life and the Bible says this. And, you know, um, that encouragement can even be those hard things, but it's truth. And they are looking for truth and they want to know what truth is. And so encouragement is, really vital. And then prayer, we've already talked about that prayer changes everything. You know, prayer is what changes the natural into the supernatural. And when we begin to pray and we invite God into that relationship, he begins to show us things we would never know if we hadn't asked him. And we go to him and I have seen miracles happen because we have prayed. I have seen his spirit show us things to do that we just wouldn't have known on our own. And so prayer changes everything. And so that's why we call it prayer focused mentoring. It truly is the focus of our mentoring and we want it to be more about God and that prayer time than just us talking and maybe saying, you know, a quick prayer at the last two minutes of the prayer, you know, of our mentoring time, we want it to be the focus of it. And so that really, it changes everything. And God has done so so many amazing things in my life and many other people's lives through that prayer time.
1: Yeah. Amen. That's good. That's good. You know, as you were going through that last night, my daughter has been going through some issues and, and uh, you know, she called me up last night and said, "You know, I was reading these scriptures today, and I had to reread it like three times because I feel God saying something to me." Mm-hmm. Said, okay, what were the scriptures? She read them. Now she knows I love her, so she can—that's love, right? Yeah. Come to me. Yeah. And instead of you know, instead of Dad just launching, well, God's saying you need to do this, this, this. this. No, I said, "How do you read it? What are you? What's that's the thing you're picking up from the scriptures?" And she goes, well, I don't know. Well, let's read it again. What do you see there? And she told, Well, I think he's trying to tell me this, this, this. I said, Okay. Well, now you have a choice. You can either do what God wants or think, nah, you missed the point. You know, and he said, Well, God's always right. I goes, That's right. You know, so I'm just leading her through it, encouraging yeah. her, you know. But I did not give advice. I just Good job to lead her. You know, what are you reading and how is it speaking to you? That's so good. Now you need to encourage your and okay. Well, now you need to pray about that more and, and seek God's wisdom on that, what the next steps are to, and then at the end we prayed. So I love God. it. You did it. You're a good
2: dad and a good mentor. Because
1: it's so easy for Pastor Bob just say, Oh, let me tell you what that means. You know, exactly. exactly.
2: I like, well, you brought up was another not willing that. Yeah, you brought up another good point too. You ask good questions. You know, I think that's so important to not just step in with an answer, but come back with another question, and then go deeper with another question. You know, exactly. and let them do that processing. So, good job. Yeah. Way to go!
1: Because <laughs> <glad he> <laughs> like I said Pastor Bob wanted to preach. <laughs> oh, I bet.
2: I bet. Yep. I hear you.
1: Now, in your book "Memory Made Real," uh, you also discuss three more keywords. Come be and move. Explain those terms for us.
2: Yeah. You know, as I was praying over, you know, God, what do you want this to look like? I want to keep it so simple. Um, He just gave me those words. You know, I was praying even should it be grow? Should it be move? I really prayed hard for a long time over those (laughs) three words. And come is just, that come is that invitation. We invite someone to come along with us. We invite someone to come out to coffee with us. It's that relationship, come with me. And so we wanna be invitational and be intentional in those kind of relationships. And then be, I just, I love that we can just be who we are. You know, the way you're going to mentor someone is going to be different than the way I mentor someone. Be who God made you to be. Be filled with God and let him overflow in your life and not have to do so much, but just be. And I love the simplicity of it. I love, it just is a freedom of God made me uniquely me. And I'm going to be a mentor the way he's asked me to be a mentor. And so be is a really important word. And then move. We do want to move. We don't want to stay stuck in those places where life is hard and maybe we don't have freedom yet. We want to move into that that abundant life that God has come for us to live. And, and so it, that movement, that growth, that becoming more like Jesus, I just, that's what we want. We do. And we want to see a movement of this happening, you know, so we just want that constant. I don't want to stay still. I want to be moving. I want more of what Jesus has to offer.
1: Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Now in your book, you also share stories and testimonies from those that you've helped to mentor over the years. Yeah. Is there a story in there that you could briefly share with our listeners that demonstrates the power of mentorship?
2: I would love to. I mean, there's many, but the first one that comes to my mind is the very first woman who asked me officially to be a mentor? She, we had met at a block party in our neighborhood. She was a younger <laughs> mom, and, and I didn't even know if she was a believer or not. But I could just—I was drawn to her. I could see something special in her eyes, you know. And we conversed. We just connected, you know. I love that God just draws your heart to another person, and we connected. And not long after that moment in time, she sent me a card in the mail that said, "Would you be my mentor?" And so my first thought was, ah, "What does that mean?" you know, and what does she want? And the fear set in, you know, it's like, I don't know what she's expecting from me. And so I prayed about it and I asked God, do you want me to do this? This was years ago. And uh, I sensed him saying, yes, do it, Nancy. And so I invited her over to my house that first day. And I, I set out my stack of Bible studies and books. I thought she'd want to probably go through something like that, you know, and I put them on my coffee table, invited her in, and we just started talking and she pointed out her heart on that first day. I still remember it. Her daughter was going off to kindergarten and she was so nervous and she wanted to know how I handled it. You know, when my daughter went off to kindergarten and so she, I mean, there were tears, there was anxiety, but she shared it all. And I shared my story and we just had this beautiful moment of just sharing life together. And then we prayed together and look out. I mean, God just stepped in and gave us such peace and joy and lightness. And she was just like, wow, we need to do this more often. And so we began meeting more consistently. We'd go on walks together I'd have her over. We just, I'd have a pile of laundry sitting on the floor. She remembers that. She was so thankful. I just naturally invited her into my life and i my, it wasn't perfect. My house wasn't always clean, but we started meeting together and sharing life together, but always praying together. Well, I have watched Sarah grow so much in her faith. She has led other ministries. She has been a leader, you know, at a large ministry teaching and um, She's now on our school board. I mean, she said because wow. of that mentoring, her confidence in God has grown immensely and fear has been removed. And, you know, she just has become this amazing, a woman of God who believes in him and trusts him and has having a great impact on many. And so I just see that ripple effect investment. You know, my little one drop in her life at that moment in time, I just was who I was. I invited her to come. I would, I. I was be being who I was meant to be. And then we moved together closer to God's heart. And I've seen her be transformed. And she, she inspires me. She encourages me. I I call her my mentor. I mean, we're just, (laughs) you know, this amazing relationship of both of us pouring into each other and we live in different places. And yet we can pick up like that. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. And I know this is on God's heart. Like we need more of that. We really do. And it's a beautiful picture picture of God desiring a relationship with us. And so I know he wants that for his people too.
1: Amen. That is so awesome. So you mentioned the ripple effect, you know, there's just that one drop in a still pond and you see those ripples just going out, you know. Yeah. You don't know, yeah. know what they're going to impact, you know. Right. Amen. Right. Man, praise yeah. God. Amen. Nancy, <laughs> this has been so interesting. How can someone order their own copy of your book, Mentoring Made Real? The power of authentic connection. I yes. Think it's on Amazon.
2: Yep. Yeah. All those books are on Amazon. You can also go to our website, morementoring.org, and we have ebooks on there. If you don't want to purchase a you know a book in hand, you can we have ebooks you can purchase from our website. I also just did an audio book for mentoring made oh, real.
1: So that's, that's out there
2: amazing. now too. So you can hear my voice talking and that was kind of fun. <laughs> Enjoyed yeah, that. Amen.
1: Amen. So if someone wanted to reach out to you to ask a question or maybe even yes. do an interview like this, how, can right. I, how do you want to get yes. in touch with you?
2: All that information is on our website, morementoring.org. You can put click on contact us. Um, yeah, there's. I have a whole media page there that shares what all I can do for podcasts and topics I can talk on and that sort of thing.
1: Amen. Amen. I'll put links to all that in the show notes down below. Okay. Folks, as you've heard today, mentoring is more than just teaching somebody something. Amen. It's making them understand that you care about them. You want to help them, basically, help themselves to help others as well. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. That's what the Bible's all about, isn't it? How yeah. other people, normal human beings, just like you and I, accepted the call on their life and started to serve God by somehow, some way, helping other people. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good now. <laughs>
0: Nancy.
1: Nancy Linger has put together these resources to help you achieve your God-given goal as well. This book, Mentoring Made Real, The Power of Authentic Connection, could be the first step on that path that you're called to serve in. If you want to help others, this is a must-have book on your reading list. Amen. Drop down in the show notes, click the links right there to get in touch with Nancy, and get her help in creating your own mentoring program to purchase this awesome book, Mentoring Made Real, The Authentic Power of authentic connection. Do it right now while you're thinking about it. Because you know how the devil is. He's going to try and discourage you say, ah, just do it later. And then you're going to forget all about it. Do it right now while you're thinking about it. And in fact, at the time of this interview that it's being released, we're entering the Christmas season. This book would make a great gift for someone you know as well. Why not order two, three, or more copies, sow them into someone's life right now. They will be blessed and you will be blessed because you're sowing a seed into their life and possible, maybe their possible future ministry. Hallelujah. You never know how God will use the seed you sow when you sow this book into someone's life. In fact, buy one for your pastor. Let him find out how Nancy can help your church grow their mentorship program, too. Amen. Drop down the show notes, reach out to Nancy today, and be sure to click the link to purchase her great book, Mentoring Made Real. Amen. Nancy, I want to thank you again for taking the time to come on the program today and share all about your great ministry and this latest book. I do really appreciate it so much.
2: Thank you. This was so much fun and a great honor. I really appreciate it.
1: Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Nancy, let myself, this past the reminding to be blessed.
0: You have been listening to the Faith Based Business Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. We appreciate you as a listener and fellow believer and want to encourage you in your entrepreneurial efforts. These programs are designed to provide you with information that you can use in your business to achieve success faster and avoid the obstacles that try to impede your success. All information on this podcast is for entertainment and information use only. Some of the products and services listed in the links may contain affiliate links and Pastor Bob will earn a small commission when you click those links at no additional cost to you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode is published. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.